Good morning, Path to Warren podcast. This is episode 84. It is no, uh, no, excuse me, it's December 4th, 2020, on a Friday morning. It's beautiful. It's 7:48 a.m. and uh, I'm on the way to into work. Just wanted to um, share some thoughts that happened yesterday and the day before um, about a certain case that came in um so we got a call i got a call that there was a client interested in a a uh, expert to go to oklahoma to investigate a car crash uh a a person driving a toyota camry ran in the back of a 18 wheeler that was parked in a rest area and uh, the, 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 it was a fatality. So they were working with another expert on, the, on a different case. And the, the attorney asked, hey, do you have anybody that can help me on this case? And so, of course, I get the call and say, hey, this guy's interested in one of our experts. Can you call him and get more information and try to hook up with our expert and get him on the scene? So we talked with this attorney for like 20 to 30 minutes two days ago, and the, the, the guy wanted our expert to go out there like next week. And so <laughs> that kind of startled us a little bit or startled him. Um, and there's a couple things that I'm learning here. Uh, so yesterday I get a call from the expert and he says, hey, I've decided I'm going to I'm just going to try to hook up this attorney with a local um, expert that can help him. And I was just like, I almost fell out of my chair and dropped the phone. What are you talking about? Why in the world would you turn down an opportunity to go to Oklahoma to do what you do best? There's, you know, it's a, it's a 16 hour drive. It's probably a seven or eight hour plane flight. Why in the world would you turn this down, you know? And there's several comments in there that I noticed right off the bat were under-earning comments. Uh, one of the comments was, well, um, well, you know, there's a thousand, you know how I feel about this. There's a thousand people between me and him that can do what I do and have good equipment or if not better equipment than I do and uh, can help him get this scanned, you know, do a 3D Pharaoh scan of the scene. And I was really blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, did he really just say that? Um, you know, and, but then what I found out what really was happening was he was having trouble at home with his son. And that is really where the issue was. It had nothing to do with the case. Although he made excuses about this is not exactly my type of case. It's not exactly in my sandbox of expertise. You know, I don't do the 3D scanner very well. Um, I'm going to have to give it to Aaron in our office to do the registration of the scanning on his computer because I don't have a computer that can do it. So there's so much, there's so many issues there that what I really needed to do was get out all the objections. Okay. I need to get out 
all the objections and I, I, I learned to do that. I didn't start to rebuttal one of them because he was going to pull out another one. And then, you know, even to go as far as saying, you know, I really just, I told you before, I really, I'm not chasing money. I'm not chasing money. I only, I'm satisfied with 20 hours of work a week. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And, you know, this is the same person that six months ago was saying, I, he was begging for work, talking about how this is not working. This is not working out. I'm not filling my plate. My daughter needs shoes. This is just not, a, this is just, I don't know if this is going to work. I need more work. I have no, no, no cases to work. I'm out of work. And my dad told him, you work with Matt and go out once a week with Matt for six months. And if you, if your plate's not full, then there's, then there's a problem. And well, it's been six months. His plate is full and he doesn't want to take this case. So what I'm trying to do is realize is this a, is this a problem with me? If this is disturbing me, why is, why am I so tied to this case? Why am I so impacted by if he takes this case or not? Well, first of all, my dad called. He was the one that called me on it. So if I tell dad no, I decided not to take this case. <laughs> He's gonna be like, what What do you mean? You couldn't convince him to take the case? You know, he could say that, uh, which I, I need to be able to say that I tried my best to get him to take the case. Uh, it might affect my ego that I called dad right after the, the first call and told dad that this was sold. Uh, the client said that we could send the letter of agreement and a Dropbox link to the client. He's ready to sign the contract. And here I am talking yesterday you know a day after when we should have already set the contract here I, here I am talking to this guy um, trying to explain to this expert about why he should take the case and I'll say this again half of my job and I'm not complaining I, it's just amazing to me half of my job is selling the customer or the client to use us the other half of my job is selling the expert to take the case. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's quite amazing. It's quite amazing. Uh, I, I'd never thought that half of my job was, was going to be when we get a good case coming in to sell him, to, to, to sell our team or why they should take the case. But anyway, so what I did yesterday, I'm proud of myself. Uh, after the initial call from this expert saying he, you know, there's a thousand people between me and him that could do a good job. I, w I told him, I said, you know, that really crushes a guy like me who is spending his whole time trying to differentiate you from everybody else, make you that specialty product. If you're a commodity and you're the same as everybody else, you know, your rates are going to be lower. You're going to have to do more work at less pay. Uh, it, it's really hard to differentiate you if you don't, if you say things like this. So I'm working to get that mentality out of his head. 
Uh, and I, I did share with them. I said, you know, half of this, there's a fine line here. Half of what you're trying to do is be humble. The other half of what you're trying to do is under earn. You're, you're under earning by saying these things. And there, there's a 12 step program for that. It's called under earners anonymous. You know, this is a subcategory of debtors anonymous that I've, I've been working hard on. Well, I say I've been working hard. I need to be working hard on them. Um, but I've adopted the tools of the program and I've been solvent for uh, four or five months now. So I'm trying not to call them out on being an under earner because that's like telling somebody they're an alcoholic. You know, you, you don't do that. They, they are the only ones that can call themselves an under earner or an alcoholic or a drug addict or whatever. On the flip side, I use the tools of the program to write out um, what was going on. I journaled about this. I was able to get all of my thoughts out on paper before acting. That way I've got them while they're fresh. I've got the thoughts while they're, you know, stirred up in my mind. And, uh, you know, so, so all that's really good. And... I was able to share about it at a, at a nine o'clock meeting, uh, a nine o'clock face meeting with other peers in recovery, uh, a FaceTime, I mean, nine o'clock FaceTime. We started doing that over the last 10 days. Uh, just a small group, three or four guys, five or six guys that jump on and chat and get current. So by journaling, talking with people in recovery about what's going on, getting their advice, their advice was to use I statements, talk about I, 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 me, 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 don't talk about you, 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 um, don't, you know, don't say things, to, to talk about how it affects me and I, um, as opposed to calling him out on this stuff, because it won't help, it'll just push him back, uh, let him make the connection on what he's doing wrong, and then ultimately s- surrender it, you know, turn it over, we were able to I called him yesterday afternoon. He called me back right around five o'clock. I was able to convince him to tell Kimberly in our office to open it up. And I said, let's just move slow. It's like two weeks to 10 days before Christmas. You've got, and he's like, oh, I got another case that came in today. And I'm you know, telling them to hold off until they get all the information before sending it in. <laughs> Again, I'm saying, no, get the information that they have. Start the process. So, um, but I was able to say, why don't we just give them the Dropbox link, open the case, get, send them the information like we promised them we would, let him send us more photos, let him figure out where he can get access and when he can get access to the other car. And he's going to call one day and say, okay, I'm ready to go. When can you do it? And you're going to say January 14th. You know, if you got to push it out just a little bit in January and he still wants to use you, great. If he doesn't, we'll send him a bill for what we've done, you know. But let's move slow and don't turn it down before we even know what will happen. Don't let a trip to Oklahoma that's easy billing and easy money turn you around. Now, on the flip side, take care of the family. Be at home with the daughter. He wants to be home with his daughter who's home from college. Take care of that situation. And But let's just keep coaxing it along. Don't just turn it down. Because you think, uh, because we're, because we're thinking what the other guy's thinking. Let's just take it slow. 
Thank you for letting me share. I hope this was of some benefit to you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Make your contribution. 